And good evening to Mr. and Mrs. All Jokes Aside. Now that was a very good introduction. Yeah, but also it's not good evening, it's just good day. Because people might listen to it in the evening, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the middle of the night. Yeah, I just feel like I don't do nothing right. You don't. But you're a man, and that's that's. Oh, a bit bit sexist that. But was. it's true though, isn't it? Yeah, no need to bring sexism. Well, speaking of sexism. Well, well, no, no. Technically, that's not. It's on. It's on a kind of the discrimination line, I suppose. On what we're I was, talking about. I was about. taking the piss out of you, but okay, fine. I was talking about this topic. What topic is this? Um. Well, we went to see a film. As, uh, you know, shock horror. <laughs> yeah, by the way, guys, we watch <laughs> films now. So I'm uh, trying to introduce this this part in, uh, instead of saying the whole... So. <laughs> hmm. You can't do it. Um, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, we went to watch a film this week, which was a film that we weren't really, like, keen on to begin with. Oh, no, you was. You, oh, no, you I, was. I was, but that's because it had Aragorn in it. Um, but we weren't really keen on it. I mean, I went because Natalia wanted to see and I was exactly. like, okay, cool. Well, we were both yeah. pleasantly surprised, I'd have to Absolutely. say. I say pleasantly in the loose, loosest of terms because it wasn't a pleasant experience. The whole movie wasn't... It was It was, it was, it was very poignant and it made you think, I think. that's the What point. I liked about this film is it was a bit of a hard time, obviously, but... There was, there was kind of a a good part, as in friendship wise, in the film. Right. Yeah. I like the friendship. We're talking about the film Green Book. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's amazing. If you haven't seen it, there are spoilers ahead, so just be careful when you listen to this. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Green Book. Um, it's about uh, a pianist. This is a true story, based on a true story. About a pianist, a black pianist in America in the... It's the 80s, isn't it? 70, no, no, no. 50s. 50s? 50s, yeah. Okay, 50s, 60s. I feel like it's was between in the, 80s. the 50s and the 70s. It was definitely the 50s. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's about a black pianist in the 50s who... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry for that interruption. Yes. That was awkward. That was a bit awkward. Um, yes, it's about a pianist in the 50s, black pianist, who is really famous in New York and mm. up north in America, um, but wants to do a tour of the down south. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it's just going to happen. Just Let's just keep... Sorry. Basically, the equipment that we're using is being a bit dodgy recently. I don't know if you've noticed. It's just, it's 2019, all equipment. Use a different laptop, in all honesty, in future. Yes. Um, but in the meantime, just enjoy as much as you can. Yeah, it'll be a bit cutty-outy, but who cares? Um, let's pretend we're in the 50s and we've just got technology so I like that idea um, yeah so it's about this black pianist who travels down south wants to do a down south tour but wants a notorious um, Italian American to be his driver in order to keep him safe while he's down south um, and that's kind of the premise of the film that's where it starts off and ah. the, the film is basically about the development of their relationship 
and also about how people um uh like the, the class divide the race divide that used to exist in the deep south everything divides yeah everything does, it? Yeah. yeah and it also and touches on things like homosexuality and it touches on i suppose it touches on religion in some cases um and uh also about acceptance of the other and what i liked about this film black man in the film the black character and they start to bond a really good friendship and that's what i liked i liked the turnaround and this and the fact that he actually stood up for him sorry this is me talking about telling you what's happening in the film he stood up for his friend a hell of a lot like got him out of the situation no not got him out of situations just got him out of discrim people discriminating against him yeah, yeah. You know, and he's and he actually helped him, and he defended him, and I, I mean, he did his job. Yeah, he did his job, and is actually. I mean, I would actually go back and see it again. Yeah, I would like to see it again. I mean, uh, for me, it was quite. Um, it was very moving. It was a moving mm. film. I think people tend to forget that these things happen because obviously it doesn't really happen in our day and age, or at least so obviously in our day and age. Um, that you do forget that it was a real problem. Mm. I think the bit that really touched me the most was you at got the, upset, didn't you? Well, and also at the end when they said, you know, that they remained friends until they died, and they died within a few a hours, few days, a, few a few days. days yeah, yeah, other. yeah. And that was like, wow, this is insane because. Yeah. And it's a story that also not many people will know. No, because I, I didn't even know it was a true story. It wasn't... I didn't even know it was true. I mean, I knew it was inspired by true events because of what's happened with the whole racism in America in the 50s, but I didn't realise it was based on two genuine people and they kind of became friends in that, which I really enjoyed. And I will say one thing. I mean, racism now does happen. I mean, it happens everywhere around the world. But I will say one thing. We can, I came across an article... Um, I'm not going to tell you when, but there's basically an article, and I can't help to laugh at this, talking on about racism, they now claim, people now claim that Mary Poppins was um, racist. Uh, did you hear about this article? Yeah, you yeah. told me about it. Um, Mary Poppins was racist because during the chim- chimney sweep scene, people, um, the white dancers, blacked up. Now that Now that... That wasn't aimed at black people. It was aimed at the dirt from the chimney. And this is what really, really pisses me off, yeah? Is people jump on the bandwagon. If they if they were dressed up as a black and white minstrel show, then yeah, that well, is really offensive. I, but I agree and disagree with you on that front. I mean... I, I, was, I was more offended. I was more offended by Dick Van Dyke's dodgy Cockney accent, if I'm honest with you. Okay, so I agree and disagree with you on the blacking up thing, because... I think the people who wrote Mary Poppins, the screenplay, should have been more culturally aware back in the day. The baby was chimney sweep. That's what no, happened. No, no, no. But in I'm saying that you like they could have added a line being like something about like how the chimney sweep they did with dirt on the face. They don't. They did Nick, in the Nick, film. Nick, they don't. They talk about being in the chimneys. You've got no, any, I don't explain but the it's reason pretty why obvious. Got, no, yeah, but the thing is, Nick, sometimes you do have to spell things out. And I think because oh. they used to... No, because they used to be people like Laurence Olivier who would black up for, for things, basically stopping people who were actually black from being able to do the roles that they had been 
that they should have been cast for, but because they were black, they didn't get cast for. So people like Laurence Olivier blacked up in order to make that work. Mm. I do think that they needed to be aware of that and know that doing that in a film is obviously going to spark a rage. Okay, I've got a quick question for you because a couple of people have actually asked me about this and it's, I, I get it, I do get it and it's, it's one of my favourite films, White Chicks. Now, it's one of my favourite yeah. films. It is one of my favourite films, yeah. But someone said, Nick, how can people say that White Chicks isn't racist? Do you think it's racist? So, I understand where those people are coming from. Mm. But I also... It's a bit like... You know, I don't think it's racist in the sense that they weren't taking the piss. Or at least they let us know that they were doing it from the get-go, if that makes mm. sense. It's like if Mrs. Doubtfire had turned out to be a black mama jammer, like we would have known from the get-go that that would have been happening. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. because they made that, that was the premise. They were impersonating these two girls who were still cast in their roles because they were still white. And it was also playing a joke on the typical white people dressing up as black people. Mm. They reversed it and did, well, let's do black people dressing up as white people. Mm. Now, you've got to remember that what was done first... I weren't bothered by it, by the no, way. No, it's no, one I, of my favourite films. Saying, but like, I you've got to remember that what get... was done first was white people blacking up. Mm. That's what you've got to remember. And that was just a way for a black writer or black comedians to be like, <coughs> this is something that white people have done to us for years and years and years, never giving us opportunities, we're going to make a joke about it. And I get that, and I understand that. Because, unfortunately, I'm not saying that this is how everyone is now, because it's not. You can't put a blanket statement. But, unfortunately, back in the day, it used to be, we can do everything that black people can do, Mm. or we can do it better than black people. We can be black better than black people can be black. And so we're not going to give them the opportunities to do that. Now, I understand that. Mm. And so I can understand why, number one, the anger comes with the Mary Poppins thing, because they should have been culturally aware in back in those days. They, they should have been. I, get, I, do, I do see where you're and coming from, two, but I just don't understand. It was a chimney sweep thing. Yes. People got dirt on their face in the gym. It's uh, And I get that, and I understand that. And I'm, and I'm not saying that this article that's come out now makes sense. I think it's ridiculous that it's come out now because, if anything, it should have come out at the time because there's no point in looking back and being like, this is just millennials trying to find a way in order to, you know, get annoyed or offended by something. But (coughs) that doesn't negate the point that that is still something that they need to be more culturally sensitive about. Mm. Anyway, going back to the topic that we were on um, about the film... I did like the dynamic between the, the yeah. couple. Um, the couple, the two people, um, the Vigo Mortensen character and the Marshahala Ali That's that. I can never say his name. I can never say his name either. And I'm black. What? No. Um, Are you? <laughs> piss off. Um, no, I really enjoyed their dynamic because he started off as a racist bastard at the beginning of the film. Mm. And slowly but surely, he began to see that but by seeing other people being racist towards this guy who he'd gotten to know and like, 
he saw that his actions himself mm. were bad, which is why he was like, you know, at the end of the film, hashtag spoilers, but at the end of the film, he invites him into his house because mm. he's like, you are one of us. And that's why the wife embraces him going, thank you for changing my husband. Yeah. I like the bit as well. There's this one bit in the film, it is towards the end, sorry, I'm, I'm spoiling it for everyone. There's a bit in the film when, I can't remember what, they sit around the table and I can't remember what the white character says, but he says about, oh, um, so how was it travelling with... I can't remember what he called him. I can't remember what it was. But he actually turned around and went, please don't use that language around the table. Like, don't call him that. And the whole table went quiet. Now that, I absolutely loved that scene. Because he was like, no, that he's not... Yeah. I can't remember it was what like, he, he was called... like. He was like, what was it like travelling with the coon or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, or was it spade? No, was it spade or something? Oh, the remember. Ace of Spades or something. Oh, that's it. Yeah, well, I, well, something what, like that, that. I think that was it. What was it like travelling with Ace of Spades? And he just turned around and went, don't call him that. Yeah. That's really funny because at the beginning of the film, they'd had that conversation and um, the dad had said to him, you know, why are you letting these coons in the house with my daughter? alone like you should be here about it and he was like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry so it's like a great it's a great shift from yeah. the beginning when he was like oh, i'm so sorry for leaving you know your daughter in the hands of these guys who could probably kill her or rape mm. her or whatever to turning it around and being like hey don't speak about them like that um so what was what what, what was like your favorite thing that you took from the film my favorite thing i took from the film was <coughs> It was the f- the friendship they had with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it was a friendship that started off as, do you know what? I'm just here to do my job, blah, blah, blah. and then the journey they had throughout America, it you know, and like it, and there were some comedy moments in it. It it wasn't it wasn't a comedy film. It was there were humor bits in it, and what was good was this man, the black man, made the white man more karma and more... But then the black man... So they both learn from each other. Yeah. They both learn things from each other. And that is what I like. It was two characters learning... Sorry. There were two two characters learning from each other and taking it on board. So what was, like, the thing that really got to you in the film? The What really got to me was when um he was in the bar and I think I squeezed around at one point... And basically, basically, I can't, I can't remember the bloody name, the character's name. So the white guy got a knock, knock on the door and saying, "Listen, you know the black, the black character that he's looking after is getting attacked in the bar." So he, he goes down, and you've got these three white men being basically dickheads. And basically, they're just saying, "Oh yeah, just turn around now and leave us with this nigger." And and you know, did let, you just say the n word? This is what he's saying. This I'm pretty is what sure they, they called him a monkey. I don't think that no. They- they didn't ever use the N-word in that film. Are you taking a piss? No, no, they genuinely didn't. Because I was listening out for it. They didn't use the N-word in that film. They did. They, they bloody did. I'm going to watch this again. Nick, I promise you, I swear on my life, they never used the N-word. They used, they used coon. Yeah. They used um, monkey. They used, like, baboon. They used... Because I remember squeezing around because I got really annoyed at like, no. the way he was being treated. No, no, no. They don't use the M-word. And you just used it. Okay, I apologise to all the listeners. I generally thought they used that it's word. Wrong. Um, and I'm not assuming that that was used all the time in the 1950s. Any excuse to know. use that word. But, um, but, yeah, no. So, basically, yeah, so... And he just basically went, let him go, we'll turn around, and he pretends to have a gun behind his back. Now, that for me was a bit tense, but it was quite upsetting to watch. 
See, my favourite bit was when... Um, my favourite bit... That's okay, so both of these bits are to do with chicken. So, obviously. <laughs> my favourite bit was when um, Vigo Mortensen taught Marshall Ali's character how to eat fried chicken. And that was really, really funny because he'd like never eaten it before in the past. And the, the bit that really, really annoyed me was when he's invited to the dinner party... And he the the last bit the, the, the no, 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 no no the host goes like it's in the middle and the host is just like oh in honor of you being here we've asked our maids and like our helpers to help us come up with the perfect meal for you and it's just fried chicken and I was like that's like you're you're taking the piss like, yeah and like that wasn't the worst but part of it that's for what you know that's what. People went for that day, which is just... It's just so fucking stereotyped. No, literally, if someone were to be like, oh, are you having fried chicken at your wedding? I'd be like, get the fuck out, you're not coming. Or like, on a serious note, I hope you are, because I do like fried chicken. We're not. We're not? No, we're not having fried chicken. Oh, so I'll have another time. Yeah, you can have it any day. A wedding is not a time for fried chicken. Oh, always a time for fried chicken. You're such an idiot. Anyway, um, the other bit that really, really got to me was... um, when he wasn't, he was performing. He was like the performer. The last bit. Yeah. That was, no, that made well, the way they stood up at the end. Like, no, no, no. It's like when he's the performer at the show and he's like the headliner. So basically, it's like Bruno Mars performing at the O2. Yeah. And like, that's who you're going to go and see. And then it'd be like Bruno Mars then going to a restaurant in the O2 and being refused service because of his colour. That really, really got to me because I was like, I was like, you're all dickheads. And the thing is, it's all true. It all happened. Mm. But the way he stood up and went, that's it, I'm not performing. And I just walk out and literally, like, I was all panicking, I was all stressing. And that was really like, you know what, you made your stand. Good on you, mate. Yeah, I think, I think I liked the fact that they didn't really ever use violence in the entire... Like, on their, they, on their part, on they their never part, used yeah. violence. On their part, yeah, they never used... Both, both the characters never used... Yeah, like, there was one time the, what, where, the, where Vigo Mortensen's character almost used violence. But other than that, it was pretty much... But that was only because he was protecting his friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just... I think that... You know, honestly, it's a brilliant film, and it also... It's up for awards as well, which yeah. I'm happy with. Yeah, I'm, I think it's the Academy Awards, uh, yeah. the, the Golden Globes and that. The Oscars of the yeah. Academy, I think. Um, My bad. Sorry. Uh, you, you're not to know. Um, uh, no, I think for me, I I really, really like the film. But I think the reason why it made me very emotional is because it actually speaks to something that happens today, which is... Like, there's a underlying... I don't know, I mean, obviously, tell me if I'm wrong, guys, but for me, there's always an underlying tone of racism in a lot of the interday life. Like, for example, a few times I'll be walking down the road if it's raining with, like, my hood up and stuff, and a woman, like, or normally an old white woman will see me from across the road, cross over so she doesn't have to be on the same side as me, and then cross back over once she's gone past me. Now, little things like that really get to me, because it's not that they're being, like, openly aggressive and being like, oh, yeah, you fucking N or whatever, but they are being like, I need to avoid you because I have this ingrained idea of how you're going to be towards me when you come and see me or when you come and talk to me. 
it's just it's it's racism and stereotype. Well, st- stereotype is stereotype the same thing? Well, not the same. No, it's not the same. No, no, but it's still discriminatory because I still get like if if you guys you guys know me, you guys look at me. I'm a big guy, bald head, beard, and that. The amount of times I've been mistaken to be a racist hooligan. And, but you are a racist and, hooligan. Mm, not racist. I'm, but I'm no, just... but I'm kidding. No, but the amount of times where people go, oh, so you like black girls? And I'm like, yeah, I've got black friends and black family and, and you know, and that I can never get, and this isn't being, being naive, it's not being naive, but it's just stuff like that I can't get me head around. It's like, yes, they're See, black. I... Yes, they're Asian. Yes, they're whatever they are. They ain't rapists, they ain't paedophiles, they are still a human being. No, I but, don't get it. See, that's the thing, right? I think that we need to change the narrative. Like, a lot of the time people are like, no, 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 but they're still human, they're still this, they're still that. <coughs> I understand that that's not what you're saying, but there are people out there who are just like, oh yeah, no, but it doesn't matter that they're black, they're still human. It's like, no, no, no. Regardless of race, regardless of colour, creed, mm. religion, whatever we are human mm. end of there's no still human there's not like you know there's a defect no, but I think that people that I no, think no, there's no, they no. don't mean it in, in a horrible way but some people do some people are just like okay I'm like for example they might be like I'm a white like I'm a white man which makes me quite privileged I have friends who are black, but, you know, they're still human. In that context, they might not necessarily outwardly mean mm. that, that that's a racist thing. But in actual fact, saying it like that is already putting in that pre, pre, pre that presupposition. Oh, my gosh, I feel like that's the wrong word. Anyway, but like presupposing yeah. that they are better than the other person. Right. Because if you're saying to someone, like if I were to say to you, I obviously didn't mean it in that way. When no, I know, I know that. you didn't. I know you didn't. But like, it'd be like me saying to you, "Oh well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, let's say I'm, I'm a university graduate. You, you only went to college, but you know, you're still, you know, you're still smart. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's mm. quite like degrading and patronizing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like a, I'm assuming that I'm better than you just because of my standing and like to base that on someone's color mm. is so stupid and I sorry this is just no I know but the, no but this is the thing I agree like it really annoys me and I, I remember once I was in work and I'm not going to say what I do but basically I was dealing with someone and I've asked and I need to search their bags and they turned around and went do I look like a Muslim and I looked at him and I went excuse me and he went do I look like a Muslim I went why Why are you asking me if I think you look like a Muslim? And he went, oh, well, I've, I'm, I'm not a terrorist. I ain't got a bomb. And I actually sent him out. I went, get out. I went, I'm not. That, that, that kind of stuff as well really pisses me off. Like, Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, why, why would you... Why do you have to put... <coughs> stereotypes on yeah. people that look cause you then to sound like a racist because like, if if that's the case i mean if if people really want to live in a very small-minded world how about we blame if people want to blame muslim uh muslim for terrorism how about we sit there and blame all white people for the kkk how about we sit there and blame all black people for, for crime how about we sit there and blame i don't know yeah they, they, you, you know you get people stereotyping that is stupid yeah, if no, all is. Muslims are terrorists, we'll all be dead by now. That's the honest truth. 
True. Anyway, I feel like that's besides the point. Not all Muslims are terrorists. We understand that. We also have lots of really good Muslim friends. Yeah. And we've got friends from all different backgrounds. Well, no, this is the thing. Like, and one of them wear Crocs. I still have an issue with that, but still. You know. I have Crocs. Oh, don't say My that. My brothers have Crocs. Oh, don't. We all have Crocs. When you when you marry into the family, you get a pair of Crocs. I'm not wearing Crocs. <laughs> They're actually really comfortable. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. No, but basically, I would say definitely go and watch this movie because it is it is definitely a statement for our time and also mm. the time before us. It's a good history lesson. It's a good history lesson, but also a good lesson for the future and how we need to approach things and people. I think, for me, what I've taken from it is... Just because I see someone looking a particular way mm. doesn't mean that I have... Like, the preconception I have of them needs to disappear. Mm. Because until I meet them and talk to them and get to know them, I don't know what they're about, what they're like, whether they're any good mm. or not, etc. You have to know them first. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't judge a book, literally. You can't by judge a book cover. by its cover. I know that's a cliche, but you... Except you, if it's Twilight. I'm it, joking. No, but you can't... No, Twilight covers are banging. What are you talking I'm about? I'm joking. But no, you can't, amazing, you can't, so. you can't judge book by its cover. Don't kiss your teeth. Over. So, before we go, Natalia, what would you give it out of ten? Oh, what would I give it out? Of t- uh, I don't know what I'd give it out of ten. Oh lordy, oh lordy me. Uh, sorry, like I said, this, this just bear with us today. Um, out of ten, I would give it a ten. My first yeah. ever 10. It is your first ever 10. I'd give it a 10 as well. I, it, you give it's... everything a 10. Not really. Not, he not loves really. Everything. I think The Green Book and Stan and Ollie are my two folk films so far that we've seen. Please, oh, we need to get you like a mouth. All right, shush, 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 shush. <laughs> so, all right, well, yeah, so that is it for tonight. Uh, catch us again uh, next week at the same time, 6 pm on Tuesday. And we will speak to you guys very soon. Alright, bye. Hello.